Welcome to the Just Ingredients Podcast. I'm Cara Lynn, and here we talk all things nourishing to the mind, body, and soul. This is a place where you can find just good ingredients to life. When thinking about your journey towards better health, do you think about water? It's no secret. We know how important it is to drink water, but we often forget to consider the quality and safety of the water we are drinking every day. Research shows that despite where you live, there is a high likelihood your tap water may not be as clean and safe as you think. Clearly Filtered is on a mission to help you and your family stay hydrated, healthy, and safe by providing the best filtered water products on the market today. Clearly Filtered makes insanely powerful water filters that completely blow the competitors out of the water. Clearly Filtered is independently tested and certified to remove over 272 harmful chemicals and toxins found in our drinking water today. They are easy to work with, family-owned, made in the USA, and passionate about trying to help provide us with clean and safe water every day. I love that Clearly Filtered is affordable compared to many other untested alternatives, has portable filtered water products to take on the go, and helps you stay safe and hydrated everywhere. Clearly filtered products are also eco-friendly and can significantly reduce plastic and water waste through their patented filtered technology. Join the tens of thousands of new customers today who have joined Clearly Filtered in the quest for better health through clean and safe water. Go to clearlyfiltered.com and use the code JUSTINGREDIENTS to save 15% off your order today. Paul Schwitzer, current vice president of American Biotech Labs, graduated from the University of Utah with a Bachelor's of Science. He went on to work for eight years as an antimicrobial specialist at Abbott Laboratories, followed by a managerial position in Medline's Advanced Wound Care Division for another eight years. Paul is a lifelong Utah resident, has been married to his wife Carrie for 24 years, and has four children that mean everything to him. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today, I'm really excited to have Paul with us. You just heard his bio. He is going to tell us a little bit about silver and how it's a benefit to our health and all the different ways. So thank you so much, Paul, for being here today. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Why don't you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself, your background, and maybe why you're at American Biotech Labs? Oh, absolutely. You know, right out of college, I got a job with uh, one of the larger pharmaceutical companies in the world. uh, And I worked for about eight years in their antimicrobial division. Uh, Through that process, I became very interested in antimicrobials, the health benefits that they have. And then later, uh, I was kind of led into working for another large medical uh, company that focused on wound care. And uh, so I led a team of sales reps and educators there, and we would spend most of our time going around the the country and doing continuing education for clinicians and uh, a a lot of education. And it's interesting that uh, in that process, one of the standards of care, especially antimicrobial standards of care for wounds and burns, the gold standard was silver. And the, the history of silver was really impressive to me because you would see, uh, you know, massive national burn units and wound units, and they would go right to a silver product. But silver kind of has a bad name because of the way that it was in, in the past. And so I did that for many, many years and then ended up getting into some supply chain situation. And the opportunity came. I, I knew ABL Biotech Labs for years and years, and I knew about their silver 
and the, uh, the effects that their silver had. And it was such a high grade level of silver and the opportunity came to come and, and help market and sell this product. And I immediately left what I was doing and came over here. So it is legitimately the best product on the market. Okay, that's what I want to talk to you is about the silver because there is a lot of different controversial maybe opinions about silver. So let's just start at the basics. So what is colloidal silver? So silver, the, you know, it's, it's a metal. But what happens is that silver has the ability to be antimicrobial. And I, I guess the best way to kind of explain silver is kind of to categorize it, right? So you have situations where you've heard of the statement, they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Mm -hmm. uh, so for thousands and thousands of years, a lot of royalty and stuff, whenever they would feel sick or just not feel well, they would like, they would put silver coins in their glasses or their drinks. They would, you know, use silver utensils. And they saw that a lot of these royalty, they outlived everyone. And then throughout the years, they started to notice that uh, silver, along with things like copper and gold, it had an antimicrobial effect. And so, you know, for years you've seen where brand new babies are born, they put some silver nitrate or whatever, uh, right when in the, their eyes and, and ultimately through a lot of research, they saw that silver would kill pathogens. It, it had an antimicrobial effect. And so then you start getting people that are like, all right, I'm going to take matters into my own hand, right? And they'll go, go down and buy a whole bunch of silver nitrate and mix it with water. And then they would drink it, which is dangerous because anything at super high concentrations can be toxic. And when you mix it and you can see that the effects of silver, because it could change the color of people's skin. And that product was like, it was what's called an ionic silver, right? A metallic silver in which people would, would ingest silver that was at like 300,000 parts per million. Oh, wow. Yeah, huge. And so now the body tries to get rid of it. It bonds to different cells and then it, it sits there. And so colloidal silver, true colloidal silver, you don't need that much silver. So to give you kind of an idea... A standard of care for at the hospital for a burn, they would use like a product called silvadine, which is 1% silver. Our products, which is a colloidal silver, we can use, uh, put out at 27 hundredths of a percent oh, and wow. be more effective. And if you take silver and you use it as a nanoparticle, colloidal silver, it washes out of the body in 24 hours. So here at ABL, we've sold millions and millions and millions of product and we don't have any cases of, you know, that side effect of the change of the pigmentation of the skin. Okay. So how does your silver just flush out of the body within 24 hours? So what we've done and, and kind of a, a history of our, our company, originally the founders of this company, they owned a silver mine and silver started to drop in price. They were looking for different ways to make money. And they'd heard about the antimicrobial benefits of silver. And so they brought in all these chemists and scientists and they discovered through this patented process that as they made the silver, they used the purest ingredients they, they possibly can. As a matter of fact, it's as close to hundred percent pure silver. And then, you know, pharmaceutical grade water, all, the, all this other stuff. But in this process, our silver gets coated with a product called AG404. And so this coating it allows it to go into the system. And instead of just, you know, a one shot hit, it hits all the, the pathogens. And then, and it's so small and such a low amount that the body 
easily just flushes it right out. And so, I mean, locally, we have a, a few studies, but one that I'd like to refer to, the University of Utah did a safety study on our products and came back and said it's completely safe. And they showed that it flushes completely out of the body in 24 hours because we use such a small amount of silver. And that should tell you the effectiveness of the silver when we can demonstrate and show zones of inhibition and, and just the effectiveness against products that are 300,000 parts per million. You know, I mean, we have, uh, our product has anywhere between 10, 20, or 30 parts per million. And we are able to do what a 300,000 parts per million product will do and flush out of the system in 24 hours. So how is yours able to be so effective at such a small amount? And that's where it goes to a colloidal silver, because when you have a colloidal silver, that is a nanoparticle. So it floats in the water versus clumps up and goes down. And then it's wrapped in that AG404. It goes out there and destroys. And one of the best ways that I can kind of help is if you look at on the pharmaceutical side, the different antimicrobials, antibiotics, things like that, every antibiotic out there, they're kind of categorized to what's called a fluoroquinolone, a cephalosporin, a macrolide, and you, ha you have your penicillins. And each one of those kills pathogens with like, it's like a one hit wonder. You know, some of those categories, they use what's called cell wall synthesis. Some of those uh, antibiotics use protein synthesis or DNA synthesis. And what's happened is over the years, you're starting to see resistance to these antibiotics because bugs mutate, they change, they're smart. And, but with silver, silver doesn't have one arrow in its quiver as an arrow, a gun, and a sword. It has multiple mechanisms of action. It can inhibit the proteins from growing on the, the cell wall. It can do cell wall synthesis where it actually, you know, pokes a hole in the cell wall or uh, changes the DNA. And so that's one of the reasons why for thousands and thousands of years, silver has demonstrated effectiveness. And in some of those studies, you see the effects of silver within hours. You know, you, silver, especially Topically, when you're talking wound care, burns, skin management, where there is a need for an antimicrobial, silver takes care of that in hours versus days of ingesting, building up concentrations in the body, um, trying to guess what type of bug is in there so that, you know, the right weapon is being used. And uh, uh, silver has that ability to cover all of those topically, get in and get out. And it's been a natural element forever. That's so interesting. So can silver be used as an antibiotic? No, we have to be super careful with, with what we say. When it comes to, uh, I'd say, off-label uses, we get thousands and thousands of uh, stories, uh, success stories, where people have used it off-label. Our FDA-cleared uh, line would be our topical wound and skin care because we can actually say, hey, this will... Uh, this is an antimicrobial for burns, cuts, abrasions, things like that. But when you move it over to like a supplement, you have to be very cautious within anything that you say, even though the, the safety studies are there and there's countless stories, uh, success stories of what silver does. You just have to kind of be cautious. And when you make a claim, especially like, you know, hey, you have this disease state, use it for this. You have to pay millions and millions of dollars to get indications, to go to the FDA, and it's more cost-effective for us to uh, focus on burns, cuts, you know, infected skin. And, and as a matter of fact, if you were to get, have a massive wound or a, a burn 
and you went to the hospital today, more than likely you would see our products on the shelf at the hospitals. Oh, that's so awesome. It, so it is completely safe. And I was reading a story the other day at the International Space Station. They put silver in all the water up there to keep it clean and pure. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so let's talk about it topically. So okay. I have a bunch of moms that listen to this podcast. So is this just something they can have in their house to put on like a little burn from a curling iron? Or let's say even, can it be used for bug bites, scrapes, scratches, all those little basic things that always happen in a home? Absolutely. And we're FDA cleared. It's indicated for those things. And so for me, that's the that's the gold standard and choice. The first thing I go to, if I get any sort of cut, especially if I'm outside and I'm worried about what type of bacteria got in there, the first thing I do is put some silver uh, with a Band-Aid because I know that it's not just adding moisture to the wound. You know, it's effectively acting as an antimicrobial and killing. We can say it is effective against bacteria, mold, yeast, all those things. And so I think if you are a mother and you do have kids that tend to get a lot of scratches and and cuts, I would feel completely safe having that in my home. So I know that you guys sell like a healing lotion that has the silver in it. And that's probably what you recommend that they put on these scratches, scrapes, things like that. But if someone just had like colloidal silver in their home, could they spray the burn, the scratch with it? Yes, absolutely. We, uh, even on our indicated products, we use the colloidal silver as a wound wash. So uh, just spraying it on it is going to be just as effective. That's the thing that's so amazing with silver and why the biohacking community really uses silver all over the place is because pretty much anything you throw out right now, it will work. <laughs> you know, it's a great, it is a great choice. Okay. So let's talk about it orally because when my kids get a sore throat, I always have them spray their throat with colloidal silver. So is it something that you can take orally? Yes. And it comes down to knowing what you're using. Be very cautious out there. So the, you know, like I was saying earlier, if you get a product and it says 300 parts per million, I'd be worried about that. A 10 part per million or a, a 20 or 30 is well in the realms of, of safety. And it's a, it's a fantastic choice. And our safety studies that I was talking to you about earlier, they're ingestion studies. Oh, so okay. that study that was done at the University of Utah, you know, the outcome or the results of that study were that this is a safe product to ingest. So, but that study is referenced to from our competitors. So they're taking our study with our product and then they're going out saying, hey, this, this is a safe thing. But that, that safety study was for the ABL silver. Okay. So we can take it orally, this silver. Correct. All colloidal silver that is like the 10 parts per million or 20 parts per million is okay. It doesn't have to be wrapped or coated how you guys coat yours. Well, if it's coated, that would be the highest standard on the market. The AG404 coating, it makes sure that it's not bonding with different cells in the body, that it's doing its job. And then it just leaves through the kidney or the livers or the liver. So will other colloidal silvers bond to certain cells or no? Yes, they will. But the one that you have to really watch out for is the ionic. And to kind of put stuff into perspective for colloidal silver, you would have to drink gallons and gallons and gallons for 72 years to see something like that happen. So it's more likely with an ionic silver than it is a colloidal silver. Okay. So there's a lot of different colloidal silvers out there. So are they all the same or is yours different than the other colloidal silvers? 
That's a great question. They're different in the size of the molecule and the fact that uh, a lot of colloidal silvers, they kind of, I, I compare it to a bee sting, right? They go, they do their thing. And then when it's done, it's over. But the nano colloidal silver that we manufacture, it constantly works, constantly doing what it needs to do to um, inhibit that growth and do those things so that when, uh, when it does leave the body, it, it leaves very tired, having uh, been effective th- the entire time, not just a one-hit wonder. Okay, so are all colloidal silvers, though, coated like yours? No, uh, very few. Okay, so what is that coating doing? That coating is allowing the silver to do its job longer, and then it doesn't, it helps it so it won't connect to different cells and uh, get metabolized. So it kind of does its job and then it leaves the body. So is this why silver gets such a bad rap? Because there's all different variations and amounts of silver. And so you say colloidal silver and people don't know that it's different than other silvers. And so colloidal silver gets a bad rap. Yes, they've kind of put every, everything together. Uh, in one bad reputation, because so early in the process, like you're talking to people would go to the pharmacy or go to their store, buy silver nitrate, mix it with water and then drink it. And silver is super effective. It's super safe. It just has to be, you want to make sure that it's made and manufactured in the, the best locations, following all standards of compliance. And you've had a chance to walk through our laboratory and, and our, uh, our plant and And we're the largest, uh, um, most advanced silver manufacturing plant in the world. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about silver then as a preservative because it acts as a preservative in products like beauty products, correct? Yes. Uh, It's funny because if you look, you're seeing silver show up everywhere. As a matter of fact, in some of the most famous workout clothes, they're lining it with silver because Mm -hmm. silver, once again, you know, it's an antimicrobial. It, It kills mold. It kills... Uh, bacteria and and yeast. And so if you're looking for more of a natural way to preserve a product and it's water-based, silver is a great, great choice. So why don't we see it in more beauty products like maybe body lotion? Because a lot of the body lotions out there have a controversial preservative in it or preservatives that people don't like. So why don't more just use silver? I think that that goes back to the fact that the in the early days of silver, it was such a scary thing because the way that people were were manufacturing it and making it, that they just lumped it into a you know one type of a thing, even though it's so broadly used the medical field. So just staying away from it. But now you are starting to see if you if you Google or you look on Amazon um, and type in silver creams, you are seeing a huge jump by big names uh, putting it in there because the antimicrobial effects and the fact that it acts as a preservative in that product. Okay, so if someone uses a body lotion with silver in it, it's acting as the preservative, but then are there health benefits as well to the skin? Absolutely, like spot treatment type of situations too. You know, we all get little infections <laughs> on our, our skin. Uh, and so it, it becomes very beneficial, kind of one of those things that the side effect of something is just as beneficial as the actual reason why you're using it. So it's preserving the product and taking care of those, those things. So if you do have skin issues, silver is a great, great product, whether it's in a, uh, like a face serum or it's in a, a lotion or a, a cream, things like that. Okay, that's so good to know. And I hope we see more of it as time goes on. Let me ask you something about silver, though. So in the health world, a lot of people are afraid of heavy metals. 
Like there's right. all this talk of detoxing heavy metals, getting rid of the lead, the mercury, the arsenic, and even people saying like, you know, it's in our water. We've got to filter our water. So silver is a heavy metal. So right. does it have those scary concerns like those other metals? It, just like anything else, the, when you're using high concentrations of anything, there's a reason to be concerned. Uh, that's why being wise in what you choose, you know, at 10 parts per million, you're looking at almost water. And so the, as far as safety at low parts per million, it's absolutely safe. And there's no worries to have it all. And so will you see on the label of the product how many parts per million it is, or that's something you have to like research the company for? A good company will always put their parts per million on their label. Um, I think if someone isn't putting their parts per million on the label, there's probably a reason why. Oh, that's good to know. Okay, so talking about this colloidal silver, is it safe for all ages? Like little kids can ingest it, use it on their skin, and then not just kids, let's talk about pregnant and breastfeeding women. That's a really good question because yes, we have complete safety studies. I would, I would say that if you were to look and say, okay, what's the pregnancy category? Cause you know how they categorize different uh, medications and things like that. I would say it's an A it's, it's, it's a safe thing, but I would always recommend that anytime you're using a supplement, you would always talk to your healthcare provider just to, I think that's a wise practice to do no matter what, because if something does happen, they can help you through it. And, and we're not expecting anything to happen. Like I said, we've sold millions and millions and millions of bottles of this stuff and we haven't had one issue, but I think it would be unwise for me to ever say, Hey, if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, have at it. You should always talk to your clinician. Well, what if their doctor doesn't know anything about silver? I think that that you can feel safe using it, uh, especially topically, especially topically um, uh, pregnant breastfeeding. But I would, I would always mention anything like that to a, a doc, any supplement. It doesn't right. matter if you're increasing your vitamin C or, you know, what it might be. I would, I wouldn't be a very responsible person if I'm like, have at it. <laughs> right. Right. No, I get it. And it's like with herbs and everything, you have to tell pregnant and breastfeeding women to check right. with their doctor first. Cause you never know. Okay. So then also what about with pets? Can you use silver with pets if they have a wound or are feeling oh, yes. sick, things like that? We actually have a pet line that it, it, whenever we go to shows, that's probably the thing people want to talk about the most because nowadays people, they love their pets. You know what I mean? That, that a lot of people, those pets bring them happiness and they want them to be healthy and happy. And so there's a lot of off-label uses that we've seen with pets, but with uh, on the, the wounds and the burns and the scratches, the topical gels, the pet gels with silver in it are fantastic. Okay. That's good to know, especially with having a little puppy in my house. I have some of your silver items. So if that, if I ever need them, I've got them for him. Okay. So what is it, especially that you think that people are missing about silver that they need to be educated on so that they are feeling safe and comfortable with using it? I think that if people take some time to look at the advances of how silver is made as a supplement, and uh, as a 510K wound FDA cleared product, I think they would be surprised at the benefits of, of using it in their lives and, and incorporating it into all sorts of things. I, and it's so funny of just kind of the acceptance from the biohacking community, right? Everyone, they, that whole community, they want to be able to take their health into their own hands, make their own decisions, uh, which is always best. 
but they want to know what options are out there. And so I would, I would encourage that uh, you, you kind of do your, your research for silver, but I think you can feel very comfortable knowing that, I mean, if you've had dental work, right? Chances are your dentist put silver in your mouth. If you've gone to a podiatrist, chances are they use silver on your, uh, on your wounds or your burns. If you've had any of those things, if, if any of your listeners have had chronic issues where they've had to go to clinicians for wounds or burns or anything, they've had silver put on them and they probably don't even know it, even a lot of post-surgery stuff. And so I think that the fear of the past, if they research it, that will go away quite quickly, especially if you're buying good, healthy products and that it's manufactured at the highest quality. Okay. That's good to know. I want to mention one thing about the dentist. We're not talking about the silver fillings because those actually have mercury in them, no, which no, are no, not no, no. good. So yeah, we aren't talking you. about those. No, that what happens is a lot of dentists, they'll take the silver gel, like if they have to make an incision and then after they're like, if they've stitched you up, then they'll put a little bit of silver gel on gauze and then put that in there to stop uh, infection. One other topic I should say that I want to talk to you about is when we're sick, because I quickly said like, oh, we use it when my kids have a sore throat. Right. So if someone is feeling sick, can you spray the colloidal silver for any illness or can I not even ask you that? No, that's, that's a really good question. But the way that I have to answer that is yes, you can spray silver. You can apply it any way you want. But because we're not going to go after an FDA indication for every possible sickness out there, the best way I can answer that is type it in, do the research, you'll see for yourself. (laughs) And you can say it's an antimicrobial. Yes, especially on our 5TK, like anything that has our our wound gel, right? We use the same silver and all of that. But And so for our indications as an antimicrobial, we went after all those indications for the topical wound gels. Okay, but silver is not an antiviral. No. And it's not an antifungal. That it will kill fungus. Okay, so that gets counted in the antimicrobial. Yes, it's very effective against bacteria, very effective against yeast, and very effective against mold and common pathogens. Okay. All right, is there anything else that you want to tell the listeners about silver? I, I really encourage everybody, if they're interested, to do their due diligence, I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised of what success people are having with silver out there. And our company's 24 years old. And uh, at least once a day, I get asked about the the blue effects. Mm. I have yet to see anyone um, from all the millions of products we've sold. I've yet to see anyone have that. The only person I've seen is the one that was always on the Today Show. But that silver is a very safe and natural, effective way to kind of biohack your way um, into health. The blue effect is, again, what you've talked about, taking way too many parts per million. Oh, yeah. The, um, that man, you know, he mixed his own silver nitrate. And so his parts per million were probably more around 300,000 parts per million, where the, the highest you're going to get from us is 30. Okay. So, and not 30,000, just 30. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Um, actually, I have one last question. Does silver help with sunburns? Yes. Silver is the gold standard at the burn unit. That's the first thing that they put on uh, those burns. And so if you do have a, get a sunburn, 
uh, and, and it hurts quite a bit. Like a, a silver gel would be what you'd be looking for, or a silver lotion. Anything with silver in it would be, it would help relieve the pain quite a bit and would be a great choice for silver burn, for a burn. I'm surprised that you don't see silver in after sun products. You know, you're starting to see a lot of them come out just specifically because people are starting to see that silver is a good choice. And so now you're seeing these large companies. uh, We're working on projects for some of the largest uh, companies out there for, you know, sunburn relief and different cosmetics and things like that. So you're starting to see it more. And I I wouldn't be surprised in the next year that you, you see it in quite a few things. Oh, wow. Okay. I will be looking for those items. Okay, now just talking about sunburns, it made me think. So, colloidal silver comes in many forms, like creams, sprays, ingestibles. So, do all these forms work the same? They do. The, the mechanism of action uh, that silver uses is used throughout all those creams, cosmetics, all those things. As a matter of fact, we've even used it as a, a disinfectant spray for uh, college football fields and stadiums. So, oh. the, it's effective everywhere. Uh, in whatever uh, you use it in. The the biggest issue is you want to keep it away from things that have high salt content because silver does interact with salt and it loses its effectiveness. And and actually that will, the salt will remove the AG404 coating. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about using silver as a disinfectant, but that makes perfect sense. So maybe we'll start seeing it in cleaning supplies. Oh yes, absolutely. We get calls all the time of people that want to put it in their cleaning supplies. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Well, and now this is all making sense because I just bought my son a pillowcase that has silver threading in it and it's supposed to help with the acne. And I've seen washcloths with silver in it. And so now this is all making sense. So I'm glad you've taught all of this. So thank you very much. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you. So tell my listeners where they could find some of your products and what your products are. All right, so our, our company, American Biotech Labs, uh, we, we make silver for many, many different companies, but our personal line is what's called Silver Biotics. Uh, and you can go to silverbiotics.com and we're sold all throughout Amazon as well. And what will they find? Different creams, oral things? Everything from lozenges to immune supplements, uh, creams and cosmetics, things like that, serums. So the, and and anything you can think of, and if there's anyone out there that would like to try it within a product, give us a call as well. Um, Actually, I have to tell you, my son had a sore throat the other day. So I gave him some of your lozenges and most Uh lozenges, they're like, oh, these are so gross. And they were like, oh my gosh, these actually taste good. So (laughs) a little plug for your lozenges. Oh, thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here today and explaining just the basics of silver, because I know it's a huge controversial topic out there. And I think now it makes sense. It comes down to the usage and the amount. So thank you for explaining that. I always close my podcast with asking my guests what they have found to be the best ingredient to life. What would you say it is? Yeah, that's an awesome question. I think that it's probably, at least for me, it's two things, right? Family, first and foremost. I think we all, ultimately, we work for our family. And uh, I think that when you put your family first, that's the greatest priority uh, out there. And number two, I think if, if you learn to be happy in your current situation, I think that does more to help other people uh, and to just make life better all around. And sometimes it's hard, right? We like to live our lives and wishing we had this or that. But if there's a way that you can figure out to be happy where you stand, you'll always be happy. 
Oh, I love that because life can be hard and we're all going to have our hard times. And if we can learn or try to be happy with the situations that we're in, then it will make life so much better. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Paul, for being here and explaining the basics of silver to my listeners. And I hope this will help them in their homes um, be able to choose better choice products for themselves and their kids. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks. You too. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to the Just Ingredients podcast to learn more about your health and good ingredients to life. Plus, get daily tips at just.ingredients on Instagram.